so glad that you're here today. My name is Lee Klein, and this is Vision Eternity Ministries, and we have been talking about having a vision for our eternity, being realistic about what's going to happen when we leave here. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for teaching us, for, for helping us to acknowledge what is actually going to happen when we stand before you that day. We praise you, we honor you, we give you all the glory in your name. And, you know, so often um, we wonder, why isn't God doing anything? I thought he was going to work this out for my good. What's happening? And really that's a clear indication of that day. Be, taking a chance, being, being that one that Jesus may say to you, I didn't know you. You weren't doing the will of my Father, because really he's saying in this verse, and I have the voice translation in front of me, unless you do his will, unless you're in his plan, he's not working things out for your good. I like the way this really made that point clear in the voice. It says, we are confident that God is able to orchestrate everything to work towards something good and beautiful when we love him and accept his invitation to live according to his plan. So often we think that we're going to live according to our plan, and he's going to bless our mess, so to say. And he's not, because he doesn't want you to live a life any lower than the good plan that he has for you. So he works everything out for your good as you live in his will. So we were talking about tithing and giving and giving that gift that he gave us to those who need our gift, living in his kingdom right here on the earth. And so until we do that, he isn't going to be working things out for our good. He's only working things out for our good when we accept his plan, not our plan. When, when we're doing his will, when we tithe, we are saying that we love him and we're being a part of his kingdom. And we're going we're gonna to do his principles. We're going to do his way, not our way. We're going to do his plan. His plan is that you give 10% of your money. You give to those in need, in need, you give to the poor, you forgive, you live in his kingdom right here on the earth, and then he works all those things out for your good. Let me read it to you again. We are confident that God is able to orchestrate everything to work toward something good and beautiful, and we love him and accept his invitation to live according to his plan. Really, that is said so beautifully. Because we have to accept his plan. That means we have to put our flesh down. And we have to live according to the dictates of the Spirit. And we don't, we don't even know to train our flesh. We tell our flesh what to do. We let the Spirit lead us. We don't do what our flesh wants to do. And, and so that really is accepting his invitation to do his plan. And then he works things out for our good. And then on that day when we stand before him, he's not going to say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness. So the whole idea, the invitation that he gives you, he said he's knocking at the door of your heart. And when you invite him in, your heart, 
you're committing to heed his voice, and then he's going to start showing you his plan, and you're going to start being involved in his life. Going back to Malachi 3.8, he said, if you, if you don't give me 10% of your money, you're robbing me. And so if you're robbing him, why would he work things out for your good? Because if you're robbing him, you're against him. If you won't give, so gifts can get, give, be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, how can he work that out for your good when you won't cooperate with the giving part. If you won't tithe and give offerings, he can't open the windows of heaven to pour out so much blessing you won't have you, you won't have enough room for it because you're not in agreement with him. You haven't accepted his invitation to live out that plan that he has designed for you. And Ephesians 2:10, he said that were recreated in his likeness. That's part of his plan. You give up your will for his will. And then he's going to work everything out for good for you. Recreated in his likeness, born anew, walking down that path that he has preordained for you to live the good life. But you got to live according to that plan. Jeremiah 29, 11, we always say, God has a good plan for me, and he does. He has, he has a good plan for you. It's for your welfare. But unless you submit to his plan, he can't work that out for you. He can't orchestrate that, in, into, that into that beauty to work something toward good and beautiful when you love and accept his invitation. When you live according to his plan, then he can do it. He gives us all the same choice. And so that all stems into your eternal life when you leave here. If you resist him, instead of resisting the enemy, and submit, if you submit to the enemy, if you submit to your flesh, then you're resisting God. And he's not going to work everything out for you. He's not going to orchestrate that beautiful life that he has for you. And so you got to submit to him and you got to start that submission now because on that day, it'll be too late. This is the time that we get ready to move in with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The groom is waiting for the bride to get ready. The groom is already ready aside from helping us to get ready. He said he wished he would have already come. You know when he said to the disciples, how long should I put up with you? That's what he's saying. How long should I put up with you? Oh, you of little faith, when are you going to trust me? When are you going to spend that time with me to know that you can trust me? That I do have a good plan. You know, we, we say we believe and we call ourselves Christians, but... If you believe, then you're going to trust him, and you're going to do what he tells you to do. You're not going to ignore him or avoid him when you feel a prompting. Pretty soon that prompting will go away if you keep ignoring him, and then on that day he's going to say, you ignored me, now I'm ignoring you. I didn't know you. I don't know you. 
And that's what you're saying to him when you won't submit to him. You're saying, I didn't know you. I don't know you. I can't hear you. I'm ignoring you. I'm avoiding you because I don't like what you're telling me to do. You're hardening your, hardening your heart toward him if you won't submit to him and trust him. And it really comes down to not spending time with him, not getting to know him, not, not taming your flesh and telling it no so you can tell him yes. If you love me, you'll obey me, he said. And so what you're doing here and now, your obedience to him here and now is paving the way for your future. The narrow path has pressure on it. And it's going to take determination to walk through that pressure and not to quit and not to give up and know that you have a destination. If you're, you're here now and you're saying, why isn't this happening? How come you're not working this out for my good? This isn't what I had planned. Why is this bad thing happening to me? Why is that bad thing happening to me? Because you're under the curse. Because you're not doing the will of God. If you love me, you'll obey me and I'll manifest myself to you. If you fully obey the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, he's going to bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. If you tithe, he's going to open the windows of heaven and pour out so much blessing, you won't have enough room for it. If you love him and obey him, you're going to call those things to be not as though they were. You're going to take the authority over the enemy and push through and get on that narrow path and get off the wide path. There's so much to do in little time, so little time to do it. Jesus is coming. And I just want to say it is a test. You can test yourself. Is everything working out for my good? Have I submitted to his plan? Or am I worrying about what I'm going to eat, drink, and wear? Am I running around just like the world, trying to figure things out myself? Or have I submitted to him? And I can see things are working out in in just this beautiful way for me, for my life. Will you accept his invitation? Will you submit to him and let him orchestrate a beautiful life for you? Will, do you accept the invitation for the plan that he has for you? Will you let him work things out according to his plan? Or are you going to fight him? Are you going to ignore him? We have to understand that when we let our flesh take over, we're trying to get away with something. And it's not just, it's just not going to work because on that day, everything's going to add up and you're going to be standing before Jesus. And if you haven't submitted to the good that he has for you, at that point, your time is up. Your time is up. It's done. When you stand before Jesus, it's too late to change anything. So stop trying to get out of that good life that he has for you. Spend enough time with him so that you can trust him and hear him. Many tell me they can't even hear God. Talk to them. And if you can't hear him, that means you've ignored him. 
And you're going to be in the group that says, but I did this and I did that. I thought you wanted me to do this. You thought you he wanted you to do it, but you didn't know because you can't even hear his voice because you're ignoring him. If you If you ignore him, you can't hear him. If someone's talking to you and you're ignoring them, you have your mind on something else, you don't hear them. What's coming from their heart? Do you even know? Are you paying attention? Do you know where his heart is at? Do you know that he's grieved that you're ignoring him, that you're not getting ready? You're getting ready for all these superficial things that are happening in the world. You're getting ready for for things that aren't even real but you're not getting ready for him. And that grieves him. It makes him sad. He's coming, and pretty soon, suddenly, in a blink of an eye, it'll be too late. It'll be too late. You won't be able to do all those things that he asks you to do. You won't even be able to ignore him anymore. You're going to stand before him, and you're going to be judged. We're all going to be judged. And if you ignored him and you played this game with him, you tried to get get away with not doing what he said, or maybe you thought you could get in at the last minute, you can't get in at the last minute. It's too late. Proof of that is the five foolish virgins. They they thought they could just quick get ready. And they're banging on the door, and Jesus said, I'm not acquainted with you. When you're getting ready is really when you get to know Jesus. You really get to know him when you're getting ready because when you're getting ready, he, he corrects you. He counsels you. He shows you truth. He teaches you. And he's there for you during all the things that he's showing you that you have to change in order to fit into the kingdom, to live with him. That's how you get to know him. He corrects those he loves. He instructs. He instructs you. And if you haven't had the counsel, then he's going to say, I didn't know you. Because you can't do it without him. You can't. He can't prepare you to stand before before him if you won't let him. He won't force himself on you. And so it's your choice. If you ignore him, then why would why would you think you're moving in with him? God isn't mocked. You can't play him for a fool. He wants you to love him. He's in love with you. And on that day, the truth will be shown. The truth will be known. Did you love him back? So, let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for being up front with us, showing us the truth, preparing us, telling us the reality of what's going to happen that day so we can prepare now. Thank you for not giving up on us that you just keep reaching out and giving us that revelation knowledge we need. We love you and praise you.
and give you all the glory. He wants you to know. He wants you to know ahead of time, before it's too late. He wants us to be. He wants this to be reality to you. You know, something's really real. You get it. It's revelation knowledge. He wants you to get it. This is your only time to get ready. You have one chance to get ready for your eternity. You have. One chance to get ready for your wedding day. If you're not ready on that day, what's going to happen? It's going to flop. And that's what's happening now. You're to be getting ready to marry Jesus. You're invited to the ball. And you got to get ready. You got to get dressed. You got to be recreated in his likeness so that you can move in with him. You have to put off the old man, put on the new. You can't live that lower life in heaven. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.